What's up, everybody? This episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things is sponsored by STL Succulents. This is a business by a woman named Stephanie, and she creates handmade succulent arrangements. Um, I actually received one as a gift last year for my birthday from Charlie, and it had a lot of cool-looking succulents in it, and they are growing. It's February now that my birthday was back in April. They are still growing. Uh, it's easy to take care of. Very important. I have a black thumb and I have not killed it yet. This is very important. So if you were looking for some lovely flower arrangements, some succulent arrangements for your home that are easy to take care of, uh, give Stephanie a call. You can find her online at www stlsucculents.com. Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. I'm Christine Guthrie of We Eat Stuff. Thanks for tuning in. Our interview this week features local food blogger Burke Croy of the website ArcadeKitchen.com. Burke is a fairly recent transplant to St. Louis. He is from Chicago and he is a journalism major. Uh, he likes to write, he likes to report, he likes to do that sort of thing. Um, he wanted to let you guys know if you're looking for a writer, please give him a call, hit him up. Thanks for taking the time to listen. Hope you enjoy our interview with Burke. Uh, hi, Burke. Hi. How is how are you feeling? Uh, good. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks for coming over. Definitely. Thank you for taking the time. Um, what did you bring for us to enjoy this evening? Okay, so I brought a red wine from the north of Italy. Um, I believe it's around Verona. Mm -hmm. um, that's also where, like, Amarone is from. Um, and it's a Valpolicella. Uh, and this one is a Superior, so I think it's aged one year. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, typically their like really fruity and lush mm -hmm. and uh, you get a lot of cherry and mm -hmm. a little spice and um, I picked it up by chance at Parker's table mm -hmm. um, a few years ago and now it's just like a go-to for pasta and Italian food. Cool. Excellent. Well, cool. Mm. Looking forward to trying it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being right. Yeah, cheers. 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 And sorry I'm not drinking any uh, yeah, but I, it's all right. Yeah. I'm actually going to try some, you know. I actually can't have it, a red wine, but um, some of them really hit me hard. And I, have, like, I, I have a friend who, it, like, the sulfides or sulfates mm. or something mm. in it, he, uh, um, mm. it... That's delightful, though. Hits mm. him hard, too. Mm. Mm. Yeah, this is nice. I like it. It's very smooth. Mm. Yeah, it's, mm. it, it's a good, uh, it's also a good Thanksgiving wine. Mm. Gotcha. Cooking and drinking. Yeah, one, well, one of those things that'll sort of, like everyone can drink. Mm -hmm. mm. Very nice. Thank you. Good choice. <laughs> so, uh, who are you? 
<laughs> million dollar question. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, right. Well, uh, let's see. My name's Bert Crowey. Um, I have in the past been a journalist. Um, I've been a, uh, a content specialist for a, uh, a pretty big internet company. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up outside of Chicago. Um, like west side, north side, or northwest suburbs, mm-hmm. Crystal Lake. Absolutely. Um, and my dad was originally from sort of down this way, central Illinois. Then his family moved up there. My bo- yeah, my mom was born in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to go to the Mizzou Journalism School. Uh, so I. St- I graduated there 2009, so mm. right after everything fell apart. Mm. So good choice of degree there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after that, I got a job as a reporter in Kansas, in Manhattan, Kansas. Um, and after, so I stayed there for about two years, and then I got offered a job in North Carolina as a copy editor. So I started, had done what I wanted to do in Kansas, so I figured, why not? Mm. Uh, so I moved there, uh, worked there for about two and a half years, almost three years, um, and met my girlfriend there, mm. and then uh, decided, eh, maybe, you know, all this stress and deadlines for not a lot of money isn't the best thing. So my friend was working <laughs> at answers.com oh, yeah. here. Yeah. Um, no and so I was looking to, be- to go back to the Midwest and he's like, I think we have some openings. So applied, mm. um, got the job and moved up here. Um, and sort of all the while before that I had had a WordPress blog, just mm. a personal thing, um, pop culture stuff, uh, that I was keeping up. But it sort of ran its course. So once we got here and I started, um, I'd really started to cook pretty seriously at home by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we were sort of exploring all that's to be had in St. Louis. Uh, and my friends were like, just write about food, just do a food blog. And I was like, ah, I don't know. Like, that's the. Like, everyone's got a food blog, and, uh, and they're like, no, no, really, like, you should do it. Um, so eventually I bit the bullet, and it took much longer than I anticipated to launch it. Mm-hmm. Um, between, you know, domain and setting up the site, uh, mm-hmm. and then I had my friend do some logos and branding stuff for it, mm-hmm. and then I had to get the content together to to launch it, but, um, started it this year, and, uh, it's bored already, uh, started this year, and it's, it's been really good, I think. Yeah, actually, uh, I used to, uh, David Karanish and Chris Sims are old, co- old co-workers of mine. Uh, the, yeah, they were my, bo- I used to play basketball at, uh, at a uh, Crandish's house. Oh really? Yeah, the, yeah. I went after one time. I the summer. Mansion out there, but yeah. Yeah, I still love those guys, but yeah, they uh, 
Definitely made it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're uh, they're not there anymore, actually. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. There was a there, I, there's some hubbub. Yeah, I heard. Knew about the, I knew about the massive layoffs and everything. Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that was my next question. And yeah, I was, I was, I was included in that, and wow. uh, but uh, it's funny because for not having a full time job, I've been. It seems like I've been really busy lately. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't mm-hmm. had time to update the site. Mm. I mean, or the money to go out and eat, but sure, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. eh, things happen. Yeah, yeah, figure it out. And so your site, your food blog, is called Arcade Kitchen. Yes. So and what's Ar- the reasoning behind that? I had I had a few ideas floating around. Um, I think originally I had an idea I was gonna do like bourbon and basil or something, oh, and yeah. my girlfriend's like. Oh, whiskey and soba is already <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, yeah. and there's already yeah, yeah. a bunch of restaurant yeah. salt and smoke, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I thought whiskey arcade, and then I think she might have suggested uh, kitchen arcade or arcade kitchen, mm-hmm. and um, I thought that fit because I've been uh, been a lifelong gamer, sure. mm-hmm. um. And I really love places like Orbit Pinball Lounge and the mm. Silver Ballroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, but also, I just wanted to have... Uh, a lot of my friends are sort of uh, man-children that are scared <laughs> of cooking. Sure. And, sure. Yeah, yeah. and they think it's this daunting thing. And I, I sort of wanted it to be like, no, it's fun, you know? It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and, and it's sort of like... It's sort of like when you started playing the original Nintendo or Super Nintendo when you're a kid mm. and you can really like save that often. You just had to like keep at it and mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah. It's over and, le- and figure it out and level and level up. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so that's sort of how I thought about, uh, how I learned to cook, you know, started off small and then gradually, uh, added more things. Level yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. So it's a mixture of you you post recipes and uh, stuff and there, reviews. There's there's some recipes, uh, and to be honest, a lot of them are a, sort of adapted recipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, looking at two or three and doing my own alchemy to mm. uh, to get it right. Mm. Uh, I do some reviews. Um, I've done publico. Uh, mm. Union Loafers, mm-hmm. Randolphies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have some others to write that I haven't got around to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also write about food and travel <laughs> in more of like an essay form. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because uh, I always felt like it's such an important thing to a lot of people um, mm-hmm. and that there had to be room for like a more substantial, more substantial writing on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, regarding that, I, I wrote like, uh, I wrote something about one of the best meals I ever had in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote about the role sound plays in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote about how Anthony Bourdain sort of, uh, was one of the factors that mm-hmm. made me learn to cook. Um, cool. so yeah, stuff like that. Did you see him at the... Uh, I did. We were there, too? Oh, no, I, I was there. She wasn't. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
I did not realize because I did the uh, I did the pre the pre-sale code or something. Oh. I did not realize how close my uh, my ticket was gonna be. Hmm. Were you down in the front orchestra pit? Yeah. That's where I was too. Uh, off to the left. Yeah, I was up to yeah, I was up to the left too. <laughs> we were right we're next to each other. We're right there. Yeah, there was a girl <laughs> named Naomi. She is a. Uh, she's not definitely a food blogger, but no, she's very into food. She likes to eat. Yeah, she likes to eat. Yeah. But um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we're right next to each other. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What do you think of the show? Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. it was real fun. I actually never watched the show. <laughs> and some of it will say, boo me for that, but I never really thought it was anything worth watching. After that, I was like, yeah, I guess we're watching this now. Because his, uh, he's very good. Even just as, I just, I just like doing his stand-up there. He's yeah. actually a great comedian. On his yeah. own, by in that way. If, yeah. uh, if you read, uh, I, I mean, the book that broke him was Kitchen Confidential. Mm-hmm. If you read that, you can already see that, mm. that sort of DNA, even though he wrote it when he was a broke uh, chef in mm. New York but so I'm the exact opposite I think I've seen every single episode mm. more than once mm-hmm. um, I mentioned that in in a thing I wrote and for a brief glorious moment on, in the early days of Netflix all of No Reservations uh, was available mm. so I just I just put it on a loop mm-hmm. in my apartment <laughs> Nice. Cool, cool. Are there any other people like that that you sort of glean onto that you think are really inspiring? Uh, in a, yeah, a lot of them. It, a lot of them I learned about after, you know, I, I started following Bourdain and his shows more. Um, uh, chefs, I like Sean Brock, um, Ed Lee, uh, who else? Uh, you know, Marcus Samuelson's good. Um, David Chang's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you ever seen uh, Mind of a Chef? Yes. Yeah, I like that series. I, actually, of all the series I've seen, I like them the most. So yeah. There's about the camera work, and they have special effects, but they're, they're very subtle. Yeah. Like, they don't do a lot of video punch-up, but they have to make the screen suddenly shake or go backwards or turn gray for no apparent reason. Yeah, they yeah. Do, it's all very elegant. It's all very well done. Like and it, yeah, and there, you know, there's there's a theme, a sort of cohesive theme to yeah, each exactly. episode. Yeah. Yep. And it did a great job bringing out the the character of each of the chefs and everything. I thought yeah. It was really. Yeah, well that done. that's that's one of the. I, I think that might have been one of the first places I saw Ed Lee. Yeah, when I, <laughs> when I found out all the Top Chef, like literally all of the episodes <laughs> are on Hulu. Mm. I just burned through them. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, to go back on the gaming thing, what was the first game system you had? Uh, my pa- <laughs> my parents uh, they bought us a, an NES when we were when we were children. Um, yeah, I think that's probably one of my first memories uh, playing Duck Hunt with my dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, standing too close, and he's like, "That's not fun if you stand that close." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <And> like, <laughs> Like, yeah, that's how you win. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and I don't I I don't think they knew what they were doing mm-hmm. by getting that. Yeah. Because then a few years later, Super Nintendo came out mm-hmm. and we're like, Well, we gotta have that. Sure. And yeah, then yeah, it yeah. just yeah. uh yeah, it just kept going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from there. Yeah, my uh, first game system my dad bought the one original uh Portable pong games. Oh, they actually yeah. plug in the back of the, you know the little screw and thing. Yeah, yeah. The thing and like, and then we also got um, 
wasn't. It wasn't the actual original Atari game machine. It was, it was a ColecoVision. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, what's that? It's a motorbike game. It's a motorbike game where you have little motorbike controls. And it actually had a little pixelated motorcycle guy to jump over things and everything, stuff like that. Almost like um, Excite Bike a little bit. Yeah, Excite Bike. Nice. But it was like back in like, what, like in the 70s? No, it wasn't 70s. It had it's been like early, early 80s, 80s yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Did you see the uh, documentary about Atari Game Over? Uh. I watched that a long time ago. And what, did you got the E.T. cartridges? And... Yeah, yeah. The, the worst game ever made. <laughs> was, I, I actually liked that kid, and they, I agree with them that it was, it's got a bad rap. It really wasn't a bad game. Yeah, yeah well, was, there's not much you could do then, honestly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. For what it was, you know, what you had available to you, is I thought it was actually kind of fun as a kid. I, I admit the pit thing was, was frustrating. But as a kid, I didn't yeah. I just go pee him. I know. Anyway. We, I, I don't think we ever beat a single game on the NES when we were actually that yet. Yeah. It ended it it was us going back as like teenagers and mm-hmm. playing Super Nintendo and mm-hmm. yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. What's your game of choice these days? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> or games. Uh no, there's definitely been an over uh, like writing fa- it, uh The Witcher 3 hmm. um on PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. has been Basically, my girlfriend and I have been playing that all year. Cool. Um, she got a gamer girlfriend. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Nice. Cool. Yeah. It's, uh, she interned at the Escapist, which uh, uh, other nerds will know is a um, an online video game magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've been playing that. Uh, they released some downloadable content mm. uh, that we've been playing, but it's an amazing like huge world mm. that I I can't it's hard to comprehend mm. how long and how much work it must have taken on one of the downloadable content uh, on one of the DLCs there's actually a part where you're your witcher you're sort of uh, you know this guy that roams and takes contracts to get mm. rid of monsters or mm. whatnot um, it's sort of like a fantasy medieval thing, mm. but there's a part in it where he comes into possession of a winery, which yeah. I thought was fun. Mm. And mm. there's this new map that's uh, it, it's sort of based off of France. Mm. Wow. Neat. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, and actually, some, like it, some of the characters you walk by and you're like, if I was French, I would be very offended by that accident. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, they were that cl- like they probably put that in and someone was like, ah, yeah. cut cut that. Oh, I mean, we. <laughs> but no, it's literally you, you know, you can loot stuff and you'll <laughs> loot like ratatouille or croissant or something like I see. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Wow. Have you done much traveling? Uh, I've, for, um, you know, as, as little money as I've made in my mm. career and uh, sort of the limits of being a journalist earlier, um, I've done okay. Uh, when I was a kid, my dad took us a few times to Canada to go fishing. Um, we'd go fishing a lot. Um, like I said, I went to the Bahamas mm-hmm. on a cruise, which I was sort of ambivalent about. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know we, we actually got off the boat uh in nassau and sort of went off the beaten path and had a really good meal um plus we left from charleston uh so we hung out in charleston for a few days mm-hmm. which was amazing we mm. went to husk uh i recommend if you if you can go go yeah we've not been there but we've heard we have heard a lot about it yeah, um, a lot of great pictures too yeah um it's amazing um we after that we went to new orleans mm. uh and that was amazing i tried i Although I crammed it so full of just food and drinks, I wanted to eat that it felt like we were rushing the whole time. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I'd love to go back there again. Um, and most recently, uh, my girlfriend, my brother, and I went to Ireland, to Galway, cool. on the West Coast. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely want to, I'm, uh, I'm Scottish ancestry. Amongst a lot of other things. I was, and um, my last name is Guthrie. That's a royal Scottish clan in Scotland. So I'd love to go visit the Guthrie castles. Yeah, uh, on my mom's side, we're O'Connors. And mm-hmm. there's there's a bunch of other McCarthys and mm-hmm. Martins and other Irish people. But uh, my mom's family was from Tralee mm. in County Kerry. But uh, we didn't get to make our way down there. Mm. Um, hope to go back to check that out. So what do you want to be when you're a kid? Uh, I didn't know, like, I don't think I really knew. I, I, I remember the one thing I wanted to be when I was in elementary school uh, was a zookeeper. Oh, neat. Because cool. uh, I've always loved animals. Um, and I was, like, fascinated by those sort of zoo books and animal books mm. at yep. the book fair. Yep. Uh, you get... Um, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think what, and then I think there was probably a period like every other kid wanted to be a professional athlete, but mm-hmm. figured that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think the zookeeper was the main thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing that sticks out. Feel that. <laughs> so you went to, you have a journalism degree? I do. Do you work in journalism now? Uh, no, no. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm currently unemployed right now mm-hmm. due to, uh, Answers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if anyone listening needs a communications or <laughs> content or writing guy. There you go. Gotcha. Cool. Um, uh, Paul Burke. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think it was total like four, four or five years mm-hmm. um, I worked as a journalist. Gotcha. Yeah, it's uh, tough work for not a lot of pay or uh, appreciation. Yeah, sure. very stressful, I've heard. A lot like kitchen jobs. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Except you'll probably get burned a lot less and probably get yelled at a lot less. I don't know, maybe you do get yelled yeah. at a lot still. But... Although, I mean, my first year, I did not get vacation time, so mm. similar. Yeah, <laughs> it seems it seems like a lot of the, it looks like local magazines around here and some other ones, it really is kind of a grueling job and... Seems like there's a lot asked of you and a lot of extra hours, and kind yeah. of a start, kind of a startup culture too. So I've I've been in the start before. Like I mentioned, David Cranish and Chris Sims from An- Answers. We were at a company called Monster Commerce, a long long time ago, and there were interns there. And uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you it, the way I put it was the best job you'll ever hate. <laughs> it was just like you. There's so many late hours we did on purpose because you were so motivated. Yeah. And you you, know, you work and you drink. 
and you work some more and you pass it <laughs> on your couch or someplace in the office and you work some more. Yeah. You know, and just kind of no separation between life and business. And that's kind of cool when you're young. When you get older, yeah. it's not really possible. Well, yeah, part of part of leaving that was I saw what or how slowly my salary was increasing mm-hmm. and, I, and I thought if I'm going to travel to make more than this, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, I was going to ask you, like, um, do you do any photography? Uh, I, I do not. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty much all... I should teach myself. Uh, pretty much all the pictures uh, I take for, you know, Instagram and Twitter and that stuff mm-hmm. is just uh, iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I have the money, I'm probably going to invest... Uh, in a decent camera. Mm-hmm. So you say you use iPhone? There's yep. a product called Alloclip. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Alloclip, yeah, right? Yeah, Allo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, it's basically a magnetic lens you can just pop onto your iPhone. Hmm. It's actually a little mini, like, uh, professional lens. Yeah, huh. one of our friends uses it and it's amazing. Yeah, it's some of the things I, I, he gets. I thought he had a professional camera. Like, no, I just have my iPhone with a little clip on it. And you have stuff for uh, Zoom, you have stuff yeah. for, like, Prime lens, you have stuff for, like, uh, fisheye lens. Yeah. And you can really get some amazing shots, even dark lighting, because it's all all it's, all the thing that the camera lacks is a proper proper focal range. Yeah. And the ability to click more light to go in there. So, and that little clip on actually does a lot. And I actually thought about trying to get one, but I use Android, so mm. they have ones, but not as, nearly as good. So. Yeah. Hmm. But we have professional cameras we use, but sometimes you just don't want to bring that with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine to... people just being like, "All right." Yes. What are you doing, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Although, I mean, you still get the same thing once you pull the iPhone out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, have you ever encountered, like, hostility towards, like, taking pictures of food or stuff like that? Uh, no, not openly. I think I've, you know, caught some eye rolls, but... Yeah, <laughs> we probably have to. Yeah. But there are a lot of places where you go, like, I really love Union Loafers, mm-hmm. and... Everyone's doing the same thing there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There are certain places where uh, people probably aren't going to judge you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part a, of the culture. Yeah, well, there's a New Yorker art, uh, cartoon that has, like, a waiter looking very upset, talking to two people easily. Like, Is everything okay? You haven't photographed your food yet. That's <laughs> 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 kind of, yeah. where it's headed. But, yeah, I remember at the beginning, we were very self-conscious about it. Mm. Um like, you know, worried about people getting upset about taking out the camera. And one time, someone did get in my face about it. This huh. lady was like, no, no, you put that way, you enjoy your food. And she's like, I will after I... And, <laughs> and I said, well, as far as my food blog, she's like, no one reads your blog, no one's interested in your food. She's like, well, we actually have, like, you know, 14,000 followers, and, you know, here's some more of her stickers. She was like, <laughs> made a face and went back to her things. <laughs> it's like, ah, checkmate lady. Nice. I win. <laughs> Bye. But, Bye. Uh, no, but no. I mean, I kind of get where she's coming from, and I know people, friends of mine who are not too keen on that. Yeah, no, and I get. I get that you're supposed to enjoy the moment, and everything, but you can do both. You can take a picture of it and then enjoy the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And you help promote the businesses that you're like and everything. That's it. Yeah. How long have you lived in St. Louis for? Um, it'll be two years at the end of January. Oh, okay, so you're still pretty newbie. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, but I know I've, uh, I know I've gone out of my way to sort of explore other parts. Uh, you know, I had a friend, an old coworker, who lived by us. We lived 
uh, sort of by Forest Park, and mm-hmm. he, <laughs> if he listens to this, he's going to kill me, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but he hadn't been to the zoo yet, mm-hmm. and we were like, what are you doing? It's been like a year. Yeah. Um, and I know other, yeah, some people get a little, uh, get a little on edge about Going to certain parts of South City, which I think is ridiculous. Sure, sure, yeah. Get out of your car. Hello, I'm your stabber today. Stab, stab, stab. And yeah. I know. <laughs> yep. So, what are some of the places that you found, or part neighborhoods, or stuff that you really enjoy? Um, I mean, a, a lot of uh, you know, I love Urban Chestnut. Mm. Um, oh yeah, that's a yeah. Good place. I miss when you used to be able to bring waffles there. Yeah. I know until that. One art like you're in trouble if you go to Urban Chestnut. Yeah. It's like no one had a problem with it, mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hope you enjoyed your pun. Hope we got your level clean there. Got your Peabody for that. But is that uh, is that a literary award Peabody? I don't know. Uh, it sure, it can yeah. be. Sure. Yes. For our purposes, yes. it is. That's it. Um, <laughs> now it but, is. Yes. But yeah, and I actually wrote something about you know what it sort of means to a German American to have a place like that that's unabashedly German. Sure, sure. And uh, I'm still trying to sell my girlfriend on sauerkraut, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, de- definitely the Grove is fun to uh, yeah. to hang out. Um, uh, gramophone, handlebar. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- those are two my favorite bars and we need to go to gramophone we haven't been there yet yeah they actually invited us out and you know we kind of had, we kind of actually didn't mean to not go there but we just kept kind of forgetting and stuff kept yeah, coming up trivia is fun there sandwiches are pretty good they have a good uh like rotating beer selection yeah cool. um what else uh parker's table like i mentioned mm-hmm. just you know a wine and cheese shop that's Everyone's super friendly. Nice. Uh, and on Saturdays, they have free tastings. Uh, oh, cool. Where they have, usually it's three or four wines that you can try. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they'll sort of guide you through it. Salumi Badu mm-hmm. is amazing. Yes. Uh, Love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bought a whole thing of Nito the other day and just... <laughs> Shame ate it. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, no shame actually, in that. Yeah, we uh. actually wrote a blog about them, a uh, blog article about them. Like basically, uh, I had to learn do so much research on that one because I did not know much about Italian charcuterie. Mm-hmm. I had to yeah, learn yeah. what these things were. Like, oh wow, I, did, I had no idea about all the history behind this. Yeah. You know what these things names actually means, not just a silly name they attach to yeah, the sausage. The, actually, yeah, it's like the Finocchio, uh, or Finocchio. Hmm. They're gonna be like ah. I can't even. <laughs> uh, Never let him in again. He's banned for life. But yeah, that's the, that's the one with fennel and black pepper yeah. mm-hmm. that yeah. I love. Um, yeah. Good stuff. We're not nuts about the indusia. Yeah. That one's good. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, the, the, I mean, the hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Get a uh, sandwich there. Joya's, uh, yeah. Adriana's yep. are uh, my two go-tos. Nice. That's also uh, Bertarelli cutlery is down hmm. there so I've um they ba- i think they basically do all the knife sharpening uh for basically all the best restaurants here but mm-hmm. uh if you have a really dull knife just go down there and he'll they'll sharpen it up for like five bucks six bucks cool. um 
Do you have any uh, professional chestnut ice cream? Uh, I have, like, uh, I have a saboteur. Saboteur? I don't saboteur. I don't know <laughs> saboteur. I don't know what the, I, I, I don't know what the pronunciation knife, so. is. Um, I know they used to be sort of one of the French standards, but then there was like buyouts and sellouts. So I don't know mm. if this is a legit one or not. Um, it's still, I mean, it still has a pretty good edge, uh, and I actually just got a a. a Whetstone for Christmas. To oh wow! Sort of, cool. Um, and like that, the pedal and everything, or like. <laughs> uh, no, it's a it's one where you, it's got like the rough, and then the fine, and you oh, can I, sort, oh, like you little flip stick, it, yeah. and then cool. you huh. soak it and cool. Uh, just sharpen the blade. Um, cool. And I also have a a smaller Japanese uh, steel knife that's really good, but. It's very sharp, and a lot of people are afraid to use it. <laughs> Whenever someone wants to help with cooking, they're like, mm, "You, you have that one." Well, in my experience, I had a very, very brief kitchen career, but I remember that a dull knife was more dangerous than a it sharp is. one. Yeah, uh, uh, it's, it's where you could slide out of the way. That's a perfect knife just cut, catches and just yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we went to my girlfriend's parents and. Uh, we we're making dinner for them and you know i was trying to cut a red onion and it just sure, it was like her. the dull, it was like a butter knife they'll hmm. be mad i said that but <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um so i've got so i've got like two good knives decent hmm. knives um hmm. i'm looking for more though hmm. i found that on ebay you can get like vintage carbon steel knives mm. that have been restored. So I might look into that. There's a place I've walked by on uh, Manchester Road in Maplewood. There's a nice store. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Mm. Haven't been inside there, but they yeah they uh, they do custom custom blades nice. and handles. Cool. And they're supposed mm. to be amazing. Mm. Yeah. Cool. That sounds so, fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I love one of those. Yeah. Have you ever thought of becoming a chef, or? Um, probably not. Uh, yeah. Just, again, the uh, the pay thing, and <laughs> the, I already know what it's like to work on Thanksgiving, and Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and Christmas Day, mm-hmm. and Memorial, it, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not fun. Yeah. Um, I have thought about, I know the Cole Culinaire, and... Mm. Deerbergs and there's one other place I think that does uh, classes mm-hmm. where they have knife work. Yep. Mm. Um, I think Bulliard Meat and Provisions also does a butchering class. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another great place that yeah. that little yep. stretch in yeah. Maplewood yep. with the uh, side project, mm-hmm. Bulliard's Orbit Pinball, Strange mm-hmm. Donuts, Mouse House. Oh yeah, my house. <laughs> yeah. Reads American Table, yeah. mm-hmm. and then the Model Works is right there. Mm-hmm. Yep, with the farmers market and everything. Yeah. 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 Lots of cool little neighborhoods around yeah. here. That's yeah. nice. It's all kind of growing in and connecting too, which is kind of neat to see. And yeah. It's mm-hmm. Definitely getting there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, that's the other. Uh, that's the other area I should mention. Uh, Cherokee Street. Oh yeah. That's um. Right that's uh. 
that's like my favorite tacos yeah mm. go out of my way to go down there but mm. it's also got bird and barrel and uh vista i yep. think yep. is there yep. earthbound yep yeah but uh i've not actually gone into the earthbound location but had the beer really liked it a lot yeah it was good they had the the time we were there they had a cajun pop-up hmm. so we had cracklins and uh boudin and and some experimental beer. Nice. Cool. What was it that you called some of your guy friends man children? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it seems like with what you you've said about your blog and your writing style and what you do, you're you're trying to show people that hey, this is easy to do. This is um what's your idea maybe not behind that? Maybe not necessarily easy. Maybe uh it's easier than you think. Mm-hmm. So it might take some work, but it doesn't have to be a huge ordeal to mm-hmm. make a good meal mm-hmm. or, you know, to provide sustenance for yourself. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, I just uh, would like people to sort of think about, you know, what they're eating and, uh, you know, maybe you feel bad because you ate Wendy's. 20 times this week or whatever, you know. Hey, the spicy, the spicy chicken sandwich is a very special no, sandwich the, in my heart. the chicken nugs are, <laughs> those are the best fast food chicken nuggets. Yeah. But, um, but it, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like it's important and important to be able to, uh, to cook and cook for other people. And Did you cool. always do this throughout your life or did this idea suddenly come upon you recently? Um, it's, it, yeah, it sort of came upon me more recently because uh-huh. I was actually, when I was a kid, I was actually a picky eater. Mm. Same here. Yeah. Um, it, like very picky. Yeah. And part of that had to do with, uh, I have Crohn's disease. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit, um, and so st- like that's sort like the symptoms start, started showing up, uh, I think toward the end of elementary school, oh, right. uh, but I yeah. never, but wow. I didn't get, I didn't get diagnosed until I was 12. Mm. Um, so yeah, so eating wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't like always fun. Mm-hmm. And I sort of was like, I'll just eat these things that I know are safe and it won't mm. like upset my stomach. Sure. Cause for a long time I just, uh, you know, no offense to my doctors, but, uh, they had me on treatments that weren't that sort of worked, but then, mm-hmm. then really, mm-hmm. um, and then, uh, once I got out of college, I, I had a new doctor and he was like this, you know, we need to try something else. Uh, so they had me try a medicine that, uh, you get via infusions. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they call it a biotic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it essentially it, like deep remission for like six years now wow. or so. Wow. That's wonderful. Um, essentially, no, I eat basically whatever I want. Um, oh, cool. I've been able to keep weight up. but So that coincided right when I was sort of moving out and uh, getting my first apartment. So all of a sudden, I could eat whatever I wanted, and I was also responsible for what I was eating. Mm. Um mm. And like I said, I watched Bourdain and I had always watched him because I was interested in traveling and other cultures. 
I was like a geography nerd mm. that memorized capitals and mm-hmm. flags and mm-hmm. uh, and I loved social studies. So that's where I started watching it. Mm. And then as I watched more and more, I was like, ah, he is making that look good. I know I don't think I like those vegetables or goat mm. or yeah. octopus or, mm. you know, whatever he was eating. Mm-hmm. So I gradually sort of decided I should try new thing. I should just try it. It'll probably be weird at first. <laughs> um, and it was like my yeah. body was sort of like, I don't know if we like vegetables yet, <laughs> but I just kept, <laughs> kept pushing. but I, yeah, I just kept, I just kept trying it. And, uh, and then I actually became a very adventurous eater and I started cooking more and more. Mm. And, you know, before I would basically just make like eggs and mm. brats and sure. Quick I- stuff. idiot proof, uh, sure. idiot proof stuff. But, you know, I, I, I realized early on that, you know, chunky soup and, <laughs> and, uh, and scrambled eggs and frozen pizzas weren't going to cut it. Mm. Sure. Yeah. I used to be a fast food junkie and. You know, uh, what makes up at home, but wouldn't be anything terribly, you know, healthy for you in any way. Yeah, I would make my own sauces. You know, I learned how to make the five monster sauces, stuff like that. But most of what I made was so incredibly unhealthy. Mm. And involved lots of those fried and lots of yeah. thick sauces. And I just... Well, and I, I think people struggle with... They don't maybe realize that you can make stuff that's fairly healthy. Mm taste really good yeah. yeah um i uh you know i sort of learned that i sort of our my main quick easy go-to dinner is uh blackened chicken mm. um and rice that's i mean it's barely seasoned mm. but it makes uh, makes a pretty big difference yeah. it you know it i feel like if someone was like yeah, rice doesn't really it's just filler. It doesn't taste like anything. Well, you can just add a little bit to yeah, it, and exactly, it, yeah. and you'll really want to eat the whole the whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I used to make it. I used to be really, really hefty. I lost a, lot, a period of time where I lost a lot of weight around about two thousand nine, and um, one of the things I used to make for, my, for myself was I take uh, noodles and I basically boil it down inside uh, chicken broth, and add mm-hmm. some just some salt and peppers and lemon mm-hmm. juice. And then when it cooked down, the the broth thickened to like it was like a sauce. Mm. I put mm. a little parmesan cheese on top of it and eat that. And it's I thought pretty it's, healthy and like it's really good actually. It's very tasty. Yeah. And it's actually a term for cooking that way where you the you cook something something and it reduces down to like comes like the broth. Comes like yeah. the sauce almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. Well that's uh that's like the that's basically the trick I use with the rice. Mm. Instead of water, just use chicken broth or vegetable mm. broth if you're vegan or vegetarian sure. mm-hmm. and then like a uh, quarter teaspoon of salt quarter teaspoon of garlic powder to one cup of rice mm. that's yeah. it mm. do you have any meals or dishes or drinks from somewhere in st louis that mm. you've had recently that are just totally awesome okay so yeah so um the the smoked whitefish tacos at publico oh yeah those yeah. are good are mm-hmm. like I had read that they were really good, mm-hmm. and then I actually tried them 
and then I ended up ordering another round. Mm. Just it's like, oh, these yeah. are so good. All our tacos are really good. Um, yep. Yeah, the yeah the barbacoa too. Mm-hmm. Um, the the white bolognese at Randolphi's mm-hmm. is re- that. is really great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it has um, it has a little bit of chicken liver in it, mm. but you don't really notice it. It it gives it sort of a really good earthy, um, rich yeah taste. Um, yeah. Let's see, just basically any sandwich at Union Loafers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard the pastrami is really good. I haven't had it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, any of the German food at Urban Chestnut, <laughs> I love schnitzel, the oh, yeah. Max, uh, even Leberkäse. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. For a while, they had at Midtown, uh, they had a smoked trout thing plate. Mm. Um, mm. Nice. And that was really good. I like um, the uh, Brondentes, or whatever they're called, the little uh, those are the trout hush puppies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually. Brondades, or whatever they're called? Yeah, they yeah they yeah, I I just had those. Those are yeah, super good. Yeah. Drinks, um or beers you like. Yeah, beers. Um I like I said, Urban Chestnut, the uh um Schnickelfritz and Zwickel. Yeah, like great. Those. Uh I like their Saison. I think it's Urbanator, I think it's really good. Urban yeah, yeah. Is that the pill uh Pilsner it's, it's, or the IPA? It's a dark one. I can't remember exactly what it is, but I like it. Um, let's see. Uh, I think Forehand Citywide is a great pale ale. Mm-hmm. Um, my, uh, a lot of my friends like the Chocolate Milk Stout. Too. Oh, yeah, that is good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really good in ice cream, too. Yeah. Uh, Schlafly's got a lot of good, uh, got a lot of good stuff. I think their Pumpkin Ale, Pumpkin Ale is one of the better ones mm-hmm. out there. Um, I just had the Christmas sale. That was good, mm. too. Yeah. I like uh, Civil, Life's, Civil Life's brown ale. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, I, I don't the know why Walt's really going good. nuts here, but he's just kind of going crazy. <laughs> we need to pay This whole to uh, podcast is going to have nothing but licking sounds in the background. Yeah. What's, what, what, what's going on with That's what happens. He's our bar back. He's our assistant. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's our dishwasher. So let's more clean. Hello. <laughs> so what are... For your blog and anything else you might want to share, what are your online stats? Where can people find you? Uh, ArcadeKitchen.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Ar- uh, on Twitter, it's at Arcade underscore Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Instagram, it's just Arcade Kitchen. Gotcha. Yep. And so, last question for you, Burke. Do you have any asks or requests of the people listening? Uh, I mean, it would be great if, if you would follow and like, um, oh, also Facebook, uh, Arcade Kitchen too. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, like, follow, comment, um, you know, if there's some place in town you want me to try to get to, I can probably work it out. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, just check it out and, and read what's up there. Good deal. Cool. Uh, well, Burke, thanks for coming over. Thanks for yeah, bringing for your sure. wine. It is yeah. delicious. I like it a lot. <laughs> All right. That's good. We're done. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Did cool, it. Nice. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you're liking what you hear, could you help us out and give us a rating and review on iTunes? We would certainly appreciate it. Thank you. Please be sure to tune in next week to another episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. In the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Thanks, guys. See ya.